but I had a lovely time recording it, and I, I'm looking forward to listening to it back. If I'm the only one, me, you, and Mike Knight, we'll have a great time. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. So welcome once again, Wrestling Should Be Fun listeners and fans and people who hate us, you just want to fucking turn up and give us some shit. You're all welcome. We appreciate all of your listenership. Today, leading the way, it is the man who might make you turn off. He loves the glass of wine. It's myself. It's JCH. I am joined by the one and only, the most capped Wrestling Should Be Fun podcast member. It is Ross, the boss, Casey. Ross, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, folks, mate. Just coming off the back of two episodes that I've not been on, which is, I think, my first ever. So it feels like a fresh start to be back on the podcast. So very excited to be here. And uh, yeah, shall we quickly give a little smoke up the arse of Don Van Dam for his last two podcasts? I'll give Dom a little bit of smoke up the arse, but I'd like to give more of a smoke up the arse to, to Matt Conley and Eddie Dennis for being on with him. But no, of course, absolute quality from Dom. Like He has that interview technique. I say when, when you do it as well, you've smashed it as well, but you, you've both got that. You're fantastic at it. And uh, yeah, if anyone hasn't checked out the uh, Dom's episodes with Matt Connolly or Eddie Dennis, I'd recommend checking both of those out. Absolutely, absolutely. Incredible how entertaining it both sides of the coin can be both a fan and, and a wrestler both very different but both equally entertaining yeah for me so i listened to the eddie Dennis episode first because um i knew i had a progress preview on so i listened to that on the way up to progress on a week ago sunday now week and a half depending on how you call the weeks and then <laughs> i listened to the Coman episode sort of just afterwards and it was i i thought they were both great I love listening to uh, yeah Dom's long form interviews and um, him and Connolly were great, uh, really enjoyable. Just to let, get to know you get to know your own mates a little bit better, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, now we finally figured out where he's from. <laughs> yeah, Barnet, Borehamwood, Bolston, <laughs> Berry. I don't know. <laughs> Seventy-two episodes in, and we figured it out. Con man, it's all good. <laughs> he's from as many club uh, places as our uh, Wild Ashes supported football team. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Wildy. <laughs> so, uh, Ross, I believe you have a call-out sheet for us. We do, we do. There's been quite a few requests today for um, a shout-out. So before we give some out, a quick shout-out to people who have already asked for ones, so we won't be doing them again, but thanks for your request and much love, of course, to Phil, Editor Phil. Always likes this post. I'm sure he's just trying to help out on the engagement, as he always does. He's a great chap. But you've already had your uh, your wrestling gimmick. And- soundboard gimmick. <laughs> soundboard gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Drunk Uncle Scissors, Tony, who we obviously gave the wrestling gimmick of Drunk Uncle, Uncle Scissors to a few weeks ago. Have you been drinking? Why, yes, I have. Thank you. And he even went onto Twitter and made it his actual Twitter name. So that's incredible. I think it's the first time that's, that's happened. So Appreciate that, yep. Great work from Tony. Harris. Fan of Conman. We've already Not given- me. <laughs> Not you, no. <laughs> We've already given him plenty of love. Thanks for listening as always, Harris. But you won't be getting one this week. So yeah, three big fans of the pod there. Giving them a little bit of love before we go straight into Call Up Sheep. 
Okay, let's start with David Stream Gangshit, whose <laughs> um, handle is Young Buck Davy. Sorry, can we can we can you just read re, what was the name? David Stream Gang Shit. That's correct. <laughs> hey yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and his handle was Young Buck Davy. Correct. Okay, so I'm seeing. <laughs> It's basically him, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Omega, all those goobers. And they're basically trying to start gang warfare on CM Punk. They've literally knocked down a guy's door. They've attacked his dog. They've attacked his best friend. What did I ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? So he's a heel. Like it, like it. Also, um, he has a ragtag skateboard link in his bio. So he's into his skating. So he's got Cora Jade with him. He's got Cora Jade with him, yeah. <laughs> and he's, but he's still knocked out Larry's teeth, so he's yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. There's your new wrestling gimmick for you, mate. <laughs> We've got Jeff Beers. Dude, totally into heavy metal, beer, pro wrestling, and Van Damme films. Hello. Yes, I'm Van Damme. It was 22 years ago today. I was alone, driving through the Rockies. My truck died. Honey belt snapped. My clothes were taken by big sweaty bears. I was scared. I was left with nothing except my tight leopard print on the pants. My pants froze, got tight, became restrictive, <laughs> so tight. Even thinking about it takes me back. Have you ever seen a man penguin walk after an intense mating season? Have you? My nipples were so cold, they started talking to me. Huh. Let me tell you, friend, that was the closest I've ever been to the ice-cold refreshment of a coarse light. Yeah. Well, he's called Jeff Beers and he likes Van Damme. He's tagging <laughs> up with Don Van Damme, surely. They're literally going to be a team who can see who can drink the most beers amongst themselves. It's sort of like an APA gimmick, but yeah. they have a bit of um, high-flying like Van Damme slash style. I don't know. That's why I'm looking at that one. And rather than having barroom brawls, they just hold barroom ping-pong tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely which I think we should mention now. <laughs> We're going to save it for the end. Save it for the end. There's a little uh, teaser for you listeners. <laughs> Next up, the radio devil, who is known as Gozzy. He's they, them, pro wrestler, radio devil, the meme shogun, the queen of twinks, fang love, Okay, so I hear Radio Devil, and I'm thinking Fred the Red, but yeah. with but instead of instead of the um sort of a whole Fred the Red Devil gimmick, he's got an antennae on the end of his uh, is it called pitchfork? Yes. So also, just to mention, pre- just to mention, apologies, Gozzy, it's they, not he. Uh, yeah, sorry. No, they, yeah, they've got a pitchfork with a antennae on the end, and they're sort yeah. of dressed like a devil. Devilina, I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Also, just to give them a bit of a shout out, they're actually a pro wrestler. 
And you can book Gozzy at bookgozzy at gmail.com. If you want to use our our character, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I say, Phil likes Man United, so he must love that. <laughs> Next up, we have Rocco, who runs ECW Fan 5 on Twitter. Independent wrestling fan, pirate legend, <laughs> politics equals mute. I follow back most of the time. He's a Ghostbusters POTC fan. Hashtag NHL Bruins. Yeah, I, I first class, what's POTC? Hmm, I am not sure. I know what the Bruins are. That's Boston sports. That's not, <laughs> again, automatically a heel for me. He's definitely got a bit, have some kind of proton pack, right? Yeah. <laughs> if he's a big Ghostbusters fan. It has to happen. Also, is there anyone who's like particularly into politics in wrestling in terms of like their gimmick? Well, there's, there's the uh, all-star Spike Gervais. Yeah, yeah. So this could be a really good... Uh... So I, I, I'm now imagining him in a match in Spike Gervais where he sews Spike Gervais' mouth shut. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a, a pirate legend, which means that he's a potential gashead, so... Oh, like Bristol Rovers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't want any of that. <laughs> but I would love to, to have him as you know, like how what's his name? Paul Burchill. Yeah, yeah, Paul Burchill. But also, you know how Darby Allen um sometimes wrestles it and he uses those sort of like barrels as like a weapon. Yeah. I reckon that we could create some kind of pop-up pirate scenario. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I, laughs> just just the fact that the game pop-up pirate has got on mention here is enough for me. Here's a game to treasure me, buckos. Pop-up pirate. Whichever lily-livered landlubber makes pop-up pirate pop up is out of the game. But no one knows what he's going to pop out next. Shiver me timbers. Pop-up pirate is a battle of fun. Just tell me. Which key is it going to be? It could be an awesome match. It could be, you know, but it could also be terrible. <laughs> much, much like this. <laughs> much like this. <laughs> Um, this stuff is incredible. Mine's <laughs> Thank you so much for wasting my motherfucking time. Next up, we've got the brilliantly named first name Hugh, second name Joss. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Brilliant. And his bio is first name's real, second name and location isn't. He speaks exclusively in facts. This is mainly a, a wrestling alt account. So I'm thinking he's like a sort of like Bart Simpson type guy who just rings up wrestling promoters and says, <laughs> do you want to book me? What's his name? Hugh, Hugh Jars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he never actually works anywhere, but he, he just rings up and makes up different names for himself. <laughs> yeah. Is that anyone going to have Hugh Jars? Yeah, most have it, most speaking. Shock there. Who? Shock. Last name Strap. Uh, hold on. Uh, Jock Strap. Hey, guys, I'm looking for a Jock Strap. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Jock Strap. It's you, isn't it, you cowardly little runt? You know, like um, in horse racing, there's rules against, like, not like naughty names and horse racing owners try and get around it sometimes by yeah. being clever with it you know like charlie haas used to come out as a different wrestler each week like he could have a different like naughty name each week <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah huge ass mike cunt yeah all the big ones 
yeah, that, yeah that's a great that's a great work that's a great work i think that character's got legs <laughs> <laughs> okay next up this is a great bio russell mania is his name and his bio is four times wasp sting survivor <laughs> <laughs> yeah surely he has to be in a feud with the killer bees <laughs> <laughs> what from barnet or brentford <laughs> pull back Cool Burke. <laughs> That's fantastic. Four-time Washington survivor. So, yeah. I mean, and now, and now he's... Oh, no, he's now a five-time Wasp survivor because he's out-survived the rugby team Wasps who've gone into administration. That bio is a little bit like um, the, the sort of thing that Hangman Page would have had on the heard. Mate, you died on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I missed I the know. punchline. <laughs> I don't have to know. <laughs> Four times Wasp Survivor is like the lower third that Hangman Page would have had in AW last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, and last but not least, let's go with Real Ninja Greg. Just an idiot. Yes, I listen to drama spaces. Remember, I'm a liar, but not a narcissist. My thoughts and opinions represent me, not who I work for. Okay, so... I, so- that last bit has got me for real Ninja Greg because, in my opinion, he's working for the Ninja Turtles. But he's <laughs> like the Ninja Turtles are like quite lefty, and real Ninja Greg is a massive right wing guy. <laughs> but like he'll tweet out some sort of right wing stuff. He's like, no, no, I'm not working for Ninja Turtles, but what I say does not mean what what they're saying. So he's trying to defend the Ninja Turtles for supporting a right wing. <laughs> I'd say have I gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of, um, I've, had a, I've had a wine, Ross. <laughs> that's fine. I'm trying to think of who their like Splinter would be. Oh, maybe who would be Splinter? <laughs> if CPF for the Ninja Turtles, who's Splinter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> yeah, you got uh, half an hour more. This get free, mate. <laughs> Phil will be loving this edit. Absolutely loving it. <laughs> so that's your uh, call-up sheet for this week. An absolute <laughs> blinder. Look out for <laughs> the Killer Bees and Hugh Jars on Redford <laughs> on your local local indie circuit. And remember, if you're a promoter and you're listening, book Gozzy. <laughs> <laughs> what the nerds are watching. Oh god. I've been watching you a la 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 long a la 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 long 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 come on a la 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 long a la 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 long 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 so yeah I've got I'm meant to be hosted Ross has done a better job than me but what the nerds are watching Ross what are we watching? I know we've had a week off, but we, we both went to progress nine days ago. Yeah, it feels a lot longer than that, doesn't it? But um, I think that's correct. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I bought a couple of friends, for the, well, for the first time. They loved it. Yeah, when, they when... Seemed to really enjoyed it, didn't they? Um, they were pretty much making sure that they had front row standing seats. Front well, row so standing James, seats. My, my, friend, my friend James, he, <laughs> he was like, he stood behind the fifth row. I was just like... <laughs> that costs 20 more quid than where I'm stood. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. But, but our group is growing. It's great to see because obviously like, you, 
you you are the the mainstay of it and the original starter of our group at going to see progress and just to see it grow each time like i i turn up i missed it i missed obviously three months in the summer when i was away yeah I come back there's a couple of new kids i thought don would start bringing his students with him so like, <laughs> yeah it is absolutely great and it was nice to briefly meet a twitter friend and quiz member clint for the first time that was a lot of fun yeah, lovely group of lads, and your um, workmates were great. Yeah, so yeah, it was the first time I've met Josh in person as well, so I've been on the pod with him a few times, but yeah, lovely to meet him. Yeah, he's been Great yeah. lad. Top boy. Man like Josh. Man like Josh. Something to figure out his uh, nickname. We got a few tweets of it, but I need to figure out from him which his favourite was, so maybe we'll figure <laughs> we that out. It. We didn't get to choose ours. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but next time he's on... <laughs> sort that out I'll dig that tweet out and we'll sort it out but um, yeah in terms of the wrestling uh, the opener actually just smashed out of the park oh my god that opener was great wasn't it Leon Slayer Ricky Knight Jr Don was not happy with the booking though was he was he not no he wanted Slater to win because I picked I picked Slater to win just because I don't think he should have won theoretically because they're both really good I think it's just because he's more invested in Slater because he's got that bet with you which, which, which I don't imagine, I don't remember happening, but <laughs> sure. Remind me of the bet. I believe it's by the time they're 25, Slater will be like on TV before Newman or something like that. Oh, yeah, Newman. That's a yeah. No, no, Callum's got this. Don't worry. Right. Wow. They're both class, though. Um, both really good. That match was really good. Like I say, James, my manager, who came to, um, what was my manager? He's my fucking friend. Oh, <laughs> my friend from work who came he was like I just didn't think anything else lived up in match quality to the opener and I was like no oh, I can understand that obviously like because it's your first time you haven't got invested in the storylines or some of the other stuff but like match quality wise I, I think that's a decent shout feel free to correct me if I'm wrong Russ. I would not argue with anyone who said that the opener was the best match on the card absolutely they blew out the water and um, shout out as well to RKJ, who I'm pretty sure was wrestling like three hours later for Rev Pro that day. Yeah, but well, that's what I said. It doesn't like he, um, he didn't rein it in, did he? Like, I'll this one in because I've got to go down to a 229 where I'm the actual <laughs> champion. Like, fair play to that boy because, and he's only like 22. Like, I know he's been wrestling for like eight years. Yeah. But like, he is literally the same age as Callum Newman. He's obviously a few years older than Leon Slater and he's got a bit more ring experience. But that guy's absolute class and I mean, I'm not sure what his ceiling is. I think he can go a long way. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And these days, like, for me, like, I think, like, you've got a ceiling in Britain. Uh, you can hit the sorry, no, that's wrong. You can hit the top in Britain, but, like, how far can you go? And I think Ricky Knight Jr. can go outside Britain at some point. Because, he, as I say, he's so young. He's also got contacts, which I don't think he needs. But I think that also that helps in any, in any industry. Yeah, for sure. For absolute sure. I would probably argue that potentially Robbie X is the next one that could potentially break through in terms of international. And we've just found out that he's wrestling Will Ospreay at 1PW next year. That could well be the match that causes the breakthrough a little bit like um, those matches that Ospreay had against AJ Styles in Rev Pro. I say, you won't get any arguments from me from Robbie X talent wise that he, he should be going somewhere else. And obviously, yeah, you guys have said it on the podcast a long time before. So, yeah, what a guy. We need to get him on the pod, actually. It was in the books and then he got injured and yeah, things happened. But um, next up, we had a go go against Malik, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do <Duag. laughs> 
<laughs> Akin Femora <laughs> in a sling. And then, lo and behold, I, I turn on, I think it was on BT Sport on the weekend after. No sling. I think I've been worked, mate. <laughs> really? I had no sling on, on BT Sport? Yeah, I reckon I've been worked. Who knew? Wrestling's a work. But I love it. <laughs> I like being worked. <laughs> a go-go's a massive star, isn't he? Like, oh, He's obviously a star. He's an uh, Olympic. Was he bronze or silver? I know Tate. Silver, I believe. He's big time. I, I think in progress, he sort of exists in his own world because, like, if he went for the title, if he didn't win it, I think we'd all it wouldn't be believable. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, yeah. I just I, I just love the fact he sort of he does what he does in progress, and I think he's coming into progress to elevate talent. I know he beat Manic, but I think he him and Manic had a really good match, and like and even what anybody did with Tate beforehand, and what he's done with Manic now is going to elevate those talents. And like he just sort of exists in his own world in progress, which is fine because he's an attraction and he's people are going to come and watch him and they're going to come yeah. and watch Jack in Fenwell. Like people will come and watch Jack in Fenwell because it's weird, yeah. not, not weird, but and I, yeah, I think he does a great job. And like, and if he ever went for the title and, and didn't win, I think that'd be also weird, but 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 I don't know, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, but we do have a champion that wins through shit every month, so it wouldn't be too unbelievable, would it? No, 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 no. It wouldn't be unbelievable, but like I think you need a little bit extra shit hazard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I always really enjoy it when he's on the card because he is a star. He's an absolute star. Yeah, well, and um, I think he's. I think he's making stars out of out of Tate Mayfair's and out of Malik. I'd say I don't think like him beating Malik kills Malik because well, you, you lost to Andy Agogo, fine. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, he I mean, not not fine, but yeah, we've seen Malik beat the likes of Newman and lose to a go-go, and that kind of is where he kind of sits, I guess, in the ladder, right? Yeah, and and that's an interesting question. It would be like, where do you think a go-go sits in the ladder? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's... maybe not for this part of the conversation, but like, I think where do you put a go-go in the ladder is is an interesting question. Yeah, because. I may be wrong on, on this. I don't have any inside knowledge, but I get the impression that Agogo's here for a good time, not a long time in progress. So having him have these matches with Malik and a little bit of a fun thing with Akin Fenwa for a bit and then let him have his big kind of... Maybe he goes for a championship at the start of next year or at the end of this year, and then he goes back to AEW having had a few more batches under his belt. That could be the No, deal. great. Let's say that I think it works for everyone. I'd love him to go out on his sword if yeah. that's the case. But I wouldn't expect him to. No, no, and that's not on him, his personality, but just as his standing as a of where he is in the wrestling world. But I'd love it if he did go out and he lost to like a Callum Newman or a Leon Slater or Malik or a Tate. Yeah, I, mean? I think because um, imagine what that would do for them. But I think I say I think it does a lot for them when he beats them the way they when they go out. But imagine like if he is leaving and he just put one of them over, that'd be awesome. Personally, yeah, massively. And a little shout out to Durag. <laughs> Durag was amazing. Well, the whole lot of them, to be fair. <laughs> They're all fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, incredible. I think we should give some context to Durag. <laughs> oh, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> so Malik's crew, I think there was five of them in total, right? I think. Five yeah. counting Malik and Costas, yeah. Yeah. Costas, Costas. So we saw three new characters arrive with Malik, at least to our eyes from the ballroom. And yeah, one of them was a guy in a do-rag that looked like he dressed like Jack Evans in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great um, description. 
And he was getting all kinds of chants from the crowd. He was playing along a bit brilliantly. And he got punched by Akinfemo at the end, which was the perfect choice of the five to punch. Punch the white guy in a do-rag. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was uh, then we had Nina Samuels against Alexis Falcon, where Nina Samuels picked up the win, but she wasn't laughing at the end, was she? And she got covered in shit, didn't she? <laughs> that literal shit. Yeah, so she got a bloodbath. Old school bloodbath. On the stage. Who saw that coming? I certainly didn't. I was say, I, I, I hadn't seen Gangrel around. <laughs> As a fan of the bloodbath gimmick in the 90s, it was full of joyous nostalgia for me. And I wonder what it's leading to. Is it going to be some kind of first blood match between the two of them? Alexis Falcon, we've seen in some death matches. Well, maybe so. That would make sense. Who knows? Who knows? Anyhow, um, certainly leaves us intrigued going into the next chapter with those two. Then we had the MPS series semi-final match to see who faces Ricky Knight in the final. And it was our man Tate Mayfairs. He went over Nico Angelo. Of course, he used his uh, brass knuckles. And of course, the referee was useless. I didn't see it. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> Another great match. Nico Angelo is great, and I really hope that they use him more. Yeah, yeah, I re- yeah. I say like I think like Tate winning's is the right thing. Yeah. Um, however, nefarious means whatever. He's got the progress storyline, but like I'd love to see more of Nico Angelo. As I think we talked about him last time on um, what he, what we saw him do on the dome. I think I said his his loser's storyline in attack when he won against Brooks eventually the dome was absolutely brilliant, and he's such a, he's such a good wrestler. So I really hope we get to see him more. But yeah, but for this, Tate had to go over, I think. Who do you think wins the final? I'll be captain in Tate. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because Tate is a heel, Spike is a heel. But if, as we said to Eddie Dennis, if Tate pulls out that promo that he pulled on this podcast, I'm invested. Actually, yeah, I forgot it's like for a title match, then Ricky Knight, Spike G, Spike Tavay, Ricky Knight G, Spike Tavay is a great match. Tate, Spike. Yeah, like, what's, what's the crowd going to do? I know you hate that as a crowd. Yeah, not a big fan of it. But if it's between Tate and Spike, I'm, I'm team Tate all the way. And then yeah, I'll go back to booing him immediately after he wins the title. <laughs> I don't think, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to catch it in straight away. You can wait. Maybe Tate will catch it in on day, mate. Maybe, maybe. Right, so it- I feel like the Spike storyline's got a while to go but on the way. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Interesting stuff there. Then we have FSU enter the building at the Borum again, which was an amazing moment. Hearing Party Hard is always just an absolutely incredible experience at the Borum. Makes me yarn for all those amazing entrance musics that we had back in the day. And yeah, at least no, we've still got... Oh, no, don't do it, Ross. Don't do it to me. <laughs> At least we still got party hard. And, and yeah. we still got maggots music. And we still got maggots <laughs> music. <laughs> this match was, was a whole load of fun. Andrews and Dennis work amazingly together. They went on to win the match against Callum Newman and Danny Black. I think this is where I lost a shot round and then my memory goes with it. <laughs> What's your memory of this other than Callum getting pinned? I'm really enjoying it, but like, that's my, my memory of most matches. Yeah, it's such a good time and enjoyed it. It was like, yeah, it's Eddie Dennis, Mark Andrews, Callum Newman, and Danny Black. Because I thought I'd got Mayhew at the start, and I was like, oh, gloss. And like, not not like don't 
like Maverick Mayhew. I've, I've got a t shirt, I love him. But I, I was oh no, it's Callum. Nah, I've still lost. <laughs> nah, I'm still lost. <laughs> I seem to remember FSU wrestling this match almost in like a uncle versus a nephew kind of way, kind of like. Yeah, you're good boys, but you're not as good as us. Sort of like a little bit of arrogance to them. Oh, that's, which... fair, that's fair enough. One of the people in the other team was Danny Black. Not... Which kind of... Callum <laughs> Newman's obviously a superstar. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Danny, that was a joke. Which kind of gave CPF a little bit of babyface momentum a little bit because obviously they were getting cheered out of the building, FSU. So kind of wise to give them a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I'd say that they're, 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 yeah, they know what they do, don't they? Yeah. Clever guys, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're very good at their jobs at night. It was it was lovely to see him back, to be fair, like the big Welshman. Yeah, and Eddie in particular, obviously, very good wrestling trainer. And I saw that he's um, promoting his seminars again, which is fantastic for independent wrestlers in Britain. Yeah, that is very good. Next up, we had WXW shotgun title with man like Doris picking up another defeat. That guy can't buy one at the moment. He lost to Maggot, who we obviously got to dance to his theme music, which was ideal. The best one of my memories is striding around to Maggot's music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say that uh, there was a lot of striding around to that from our lot. And interestingly, he came out wearing Crowley's gear. So there's definitely something going on there. Going Charles Crowley's gear, fuck, yeah. And Crowley came out after the match, I believe. I'm going to admit something, Russ. During this match, I was talking to Josh for the first time in real life properly. And I had a lovely conversation with him basically during this whole match. We were watching the match, but I can't give you much on this one. I'll have to skip this one. I'm not even sure I noticed Crowley come out. But maybe that might have been like, yeah. So Elijah came out and basically was like, I've like been impressive in the past few chapters. Do you remember that part? Yeah. And then Crowley came out and was like, Let's be a team again. You found yourself, and I'm gonna find myself. And then Elijah kind of walked away. Uh, they those vignettes of him like as a tramp, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. He's been in a bad mental state, has our man Crowley. So yeah, quite what happening there is kicked off in terms of where the story is going. We don't quite know what's going on with it yet, but it's intriguing, that's for sure. Then we had the match where the Progress Champion got pinned in an eight-woman tag match. Did you not pick that in the Pickham's last night? <laughs> no. <laughs> Idiot of me. For, you got uh, to set up a challenger, Ross. Oh, yeah. Come on. Stupid. Did you lose that shot round, Ross? <laughs> I did. I did. That was... The, <laughs> That was £33 well spent. Yeah. I, was, I lost some of the early one. But I made everyone drink whiskey, so screw them. Read <laughs> on. <laughs> but yeah, this was, uh, this was a lot of fun. The first time that I've ever seen baby Alison. She was cool. Enjoyed Yeah, her. I saw her in, I can't remember, it was either Tag League or Carrot, uh, one of the ones I went to, and, and she was good. And I think she's, uh, based on my chat to my WXW friends, She's come on quite a long way in the last two years since that was like pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Very good. Very good times. Yeah, just a lot of fun in this match. Eight women going for it. There was a lot of near falls that I was really hoping were going to come through, <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah, Lana Austin remains one of the most charismatic people on these shows. Whether, they be, whether they be male, female or another 
chosen gender. She is just incredible, isn't she? She's so good. She's easily the most improved wrestler of 2022. I would say improved wrestler, pretty sure she was good before, but like as someone you want to like character-wise from what we've seen of her in, in progress. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, we just want to boo the fuck out, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, and having stable built around her is a fantastic booking move. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Give us more Lana Austin experience, please. Do you know who actually got the pin in that? I can't remember because I was too busy pouring out whiskey for everyone. Uh, that, this is past my point of no remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so that's three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then the penultimate match of the show was Big Demo beating Luke Jacobs in an absolute barnstorm. This was fantastic. Highlights of, the show, of this match weren't actually in the ring for Pro Wrestling Should Be Fun. It was Brummett. Absolutely giving it some to <laughs> Big Demo. Forcing Big Demo to stop the match in order to... <laughs> Mooney. <laughs> Mooney, I remember that bit. Fuck, he mooned from it. Lisa, I want some more. Yes. And Demo forcing Brum to go from the front... <laughs> All the way to the back in fear. <laughs> what are you fucking stupid? Bromit was actually a really good, uh, really good form of his chance. Yeah, um, it was, it was all, all day, but obviously that one didn't. Did no. Don't piss off Big Damon, mate. Just because you're from the north, stop cheering the heels. <laughs> they've uh, been heels. They've always been heels, and they'll be heels forever. Northwest, they're like hula hoops. <laughs> There was also a fantastic Brum moment in this match where I'm pretty sure that the match ended with a power driver or or power bomb. I can't remember now, but he, he basically hit him with one, and Brum screamed, "That's all he's got, Jacobs!" And then he gave it to him about four more times. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, I love the fact that Damo's had a few with Brum. <laughs> and then Brum just looked at me and was like, "Oh, fucking jinx that, didn't I?" <laughs> Brummett's pretty intellectual, but if it goes to a fight, I think I would have to get involved to help him out, just to get him out of there. Yeah, yeah. I obviously am am a massive mark, so anyone who comes on the podcast, I'm just a fan of them, so I'm cheering Damo over most people. Oh, definitely. (laughs) And also, Northwest Stronger Heels, so we're definitely cheering Damo. (laughs) I've been telling you it for months, and now you're all seeing it. Um, Chris Ridgeway. Luke Jacobs, like the other ones, Ethan Allen, yeah, he hasn't done anything to be healed like yet. Yet. <laughs> but Ridgeway and fucking Jacobs are heels. What about Rio? Is she Northwest Strong? She hasn't been like aligned with them in progress, though, you know? Yeah, she comes up with a jacket and everything. <laughs> well, the jacket's not as impressive as um, Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> Rio, Rio, like Rio, came out of a dome and she was faced. Correct. Yeah. And maybe. And she was on the face team against Lana Austin Experience. Well, maybe Chris Ridgeway and Luke Jacobs need to rethink about their attitude. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> Next time they, well, the first time that that they come on the podcast, that can be the first question. <laughs> Chris Ridgeway is on the podcast, so I'm leaving. <laughs> Me or Ridgeway? Who do you want? Na 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 na. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and that was the last time Harris was ever seen on the podcast. <laughs> this is a, this is a, 
this is an audio podcast, but, <laughs> but, I've, opened up a, but I've opened up a door <laughs> on the floor and <laughs> James is gone. And last but not least, we saw Spike Trevay yet again win by cheating because he's a heel. This match was really fun. Dan Maloney was attacked before the match by Bullet and that caused him to have an absolutely massive crimson mask for the whole of this match. So he was fighting from underneath with a crimson mask. So ultimate babyface um, reactions from the crowd here. People really wanted him to get the win. And... Darice came out to help at one point when the referee went down because the referees are rubbish. And Bullet again. Oscar! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tom Man there. It's weird to show it. <laughs> Darice came to help, but it wasn't enough. Ultimately, some more nefarious means from Spider Bay, and he wins again. So, yeah, that was the end of the chapter. All in all, a lot of fun, a lot of storyline, a lot of good wrestling. We now know who is in the final of the National Progression Series. We've got Agogo and Malik moving on to a tag team match. We've got Nina Samuels getting bloodbathed after her match. We had FSU winning back at the ballroom and seemingly on their way to a collision course with Sunshine Machine. Oh, fuck me. Didn't think about that because uh, Eddie Dennis is definitely Mambo's trainer, isn't he? Yes, I think he is, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I hope they don't beat him. Yeah, and then we've got. <laughs> sorry, I just I'm just thinking out loud. Um, that match be class. Yeah, amazing. Also, sorry, we we skipped over this. This is one of my favorite things on the show. Was the Lycos and Mambo? Promise, oh yes, 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 yes. Which I know it wasn't a match, but it was it, it was like lovely to see like like Mambo showing a like that different thing because like. We've seen cut promos before, but that was one of the best promos I've ever seen him cut. I think maybe his best one ever. Like, feel free to tell me I'm wrong, but that was awesome. He was just so passionate, and obviously, like Lycos um, with the Brooks thing that we saw at the Dome. So you got Mambo's hair versus Lycos's mask. I'm fucking well out for that, and I'm gonna be well in Mambo's corner for that one. Big time, mate. And then hopefully, then we can just like kick. We could all just kick Lycos two in the face. <laughs> well, that'd be good. But not that he's bad wrestler, but just like he's a little annoying cunt, isn't he? That's <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, did you want me to, to quickly run through the card for the next chapter for you? Well, I know some of it. We've got Alexis Falcon versus Laura Di Matteo. We've got Kid Lycos versus Chuck Mamba, hair versus mask. Correct. Well, let me see what I can get. We've got. Um, uh, the Akin Fenoir and Anthony Gogo versus the Malik Goobers. Yep, the Malik Goobers. Please yeah. have Durag back in the corner. <laughs> Isn't there a Northwest Strong versus Sanity? I mean, I'm, I've got the name yeah. slightly wrong. Yeah, yeah. Also, is, is the National Workers Series final back though? It is, yeah. That's pretty cool. Is, is the cunt defending the title or not? He is, yeah. I don't know who he is playing against. Uh, Gresh. Oh, Gresham. <laughs> yeah, he's good. To be fair. <laughs> um, like, yeah, let's see how he gets out of that one. Any others that you can recall? Um, 
Kanji on it? Kanji defended? Yeah, against the person who pinned her that we definitely didn't remember. Guys, <laughs> please. It's Lana. Oh, it's Lana. Sky. Uh, I think Lana's going over this one. I think, I think Lana's going over that one as well. Um, so, in case that TK is not wrestling. Um, nope. Is it is Damo Jacob? No, that's a Northwest Strong. Yeah. Have I missed anything? You have. Give me a clue. Remember when we talked about how Charles Crowley and Elijah... Is it a Charles Crowley v Elijah? Uh, yeah, they weren't getting <laughs> up by the end. Elijah walked out on him. So, yeah, that's happening. I'll be captaining Charles Crowley on that. <laughs> that's my captain. So you that's... Mike Knight, you've heard it here. I'm captain Charles Crowley. <laughs> We've got uh, the babyface section of Northwest Strong Rio against Guy Smithson. Okay, yeah. And then we've got two matches left. We've got Tom Dawkins. How many matches on this card? Sorry. Eleven. Well, we've, got to, we've got to do a beer pong tournament before we get there. <laughs> um, Eleven matches? He's fucking Tony Khan booking this. And then there's Progress Dark at the ping pong machine. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Tom Dawkins against Bullet. And if Tom Dawkins wins, he gets Spike Trevay. And last but not least, we've got a man like Doris attempting oh, to stop his losing streak against Cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, get out. Cheeseburger's there. <laughs> no, man, I hope man like Doris wins that. Like, I love Cheeseburger, but like, come on, man like Doris. So of everyone... That, that, that card sounds amazing. But, I mean, are you going to buy a ticket, Ross? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I bought a ticket the other day. Damn excitement. <laughs> well, I didn't know the card. I'm glad I did. So I think at this point, we can talk about what is happening before the show at Belushi's at 12 o'clock. Wrestling Should Be Fun are hosting a beer ping pong tournament. Free entry, but you buy your own beer, correct? Yeah, cool. it's free entry and you can win prizes. Yep, there's prizes up for grabs. But you've got to contribute your own beer. Like we, We're not made of money, mate. <laughs> so the first match is on at three o'clock so you've got plenty of time to uh enter our tournament win our tournament i say as long as you're all good at beer pong yeah so i think it's going to be 16 teams and well, uh, well, 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 well. i think that's how many we get so entries we get right? well okay yeah well it's not, not we're not going to turn away money well <laughs> maybe but ideally 16 teams <laughs> if we get 32 we'll just do it short cut like it like it dom's in charge I'm just absolutely um, playing this by ear. I've done nothing towards it other than know someone who can make the poster. <laughs> well, the great man, Dom Phil, has come up with a great idea. Like I know Dom. He's a social secretary, maybe doing disservice for his cricket team. He basically plans a lot of social events. And he was like, what can we do to make it more enjoyable on a Progress Sunday? And he said, let's have a beer pong tournament. Yeah, completely. We're all in. I'm in. Ross is in. I don't know who Ross's partner is. But I've, I've literally got my hometown beer pong partner to come up for it. So like, I'm pretty confident. So we're going to... Who, who's your partner, Ross? So we're going to kayfabe this a little bit. Imagine that your ping pong partner can't make it. Me and you now have to pick a progress wrestler on this card as your ping pong partner. Who would you choose? Who would I choose as my beer pong partner on the progress roster? Yeah. I mean, as someone who's beaten Shane Taylor... <laughs> is that his name? That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all that clown. And no one who's worked for Rev Pro because he was their best. So, so I'll I- take Mayfair. Me and Tate 
Fuck it. I know he hates me and we've had a, we've had our differences at the uh, rock, paper, scissors. But yeah, if Mayfair's needs a free drink, I'll, I can carry him for a couple of beers. In that case, I'm picking Luke Jacobs so we can pile drive him on the floor first. <laughs> <laughs> Jacobs, he, he's not old enough to know how to play beer. Huh? <laughs> Uh, brilliant stuff yeah so November 27th <laughs> get yourself down to Belushi's even if you're not coming to this progress show have yourself a good time um, yeah if, if you're not coming to progress show go to Belushi's and then go then just go to the progress show yeah or you know stay in and watch some World Cup action all good well, don't sell it's only like Belgium v Mexico or something like that because I'm that during the progress show so fuck that fuck that <laughs> It's not a good game because, like, I'm my manager's but the whole my friend has but the whole first week of work off to watch the World Cup in restaurants that of that of one country and buy drinks in the other country. And that day was like when they're going to stay at home and just order in because it's not a great one. So he's going to come. So you should all come. Easy, don't shoot. I'm coming out. <laughs> Freezing. Yes, come to the beer bong. <laughs> You can't I'm, see me, but I'm giving a massive thumbs up at the camera that isn't on. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing how we uh, plug this throughout November. It's going to be absolutely ramshackle and brilliant. It's going to be a lot of recorded audio, <laughs> mad, terrible photoshopping from us lot, and then... <laughs> and also, right, now, fuck this. Right, fuck plugging it. Try and beat me a beer pong, any of you. Ooh. Any of you in, in the Resident Evil Fun universe. Like... We've been nice about it. And now I'm going to go for the you know, carrot and the stick. The carrot's there. You can win prizes. Come and beat me a beer pong. See if you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent the summer playing basketball. <laughs> Coached by 12-year-olds. Big balls, big hoops. <clears throat> Inappropriate. Poor, poor preparation. <laughs> no, I've gone both ways now, Ross. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's what the nerds are watching, plus what the nerds will be throwing. Um, hey Ross, can we talk about the Uzi segment, please? <laughs> yeah, briefly. Let's let's touch on it only so that we can give your man Sour a little shout out. Oh fuck it! <laughs> that was brilliant, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah. I say, as someone who never gives WWE any credit at all, because I don't really watch it. I watched it last night. It was on. Literally came on my TV. Uh, phrasing. Isn't there yeah. something beautiful about watching people corpse on TV? Yes, that well, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I say, I'm not going to pretend I've watched a lot of WWE, but I was waiting for the Bengals Browns to come on and it was on. So I like to put it on for half an hour or so. Yeah, nice. And there was uh, Sami Zayn smashing a promo. Jay Uso. Is it Jay? It is Jay. Jay, yeah. He's yeah. fucking class. His promo is amazing. Yeah. Like, he's. A- so, so here's the thing asking someone who's not really watched the show, would you rather the payoff of this storyline be. Everyone turns on Sammy and we get Bloodline v Sammy and KO. Or Jey Uso finally gets the gold. Well, neither of those things are happening. <laughs> but you've got to choose one. Um, I'd like to see Sammy v Jay before they pick a side. Okay. I think, but based on what I've seen of it, the feud is Sammy and Jay and everyone else is sort of on both their sides. Yeah. So I don't think it should be like a Roman turns on Sammy at this point whilst he's arguing with Jay or Roman turns on Jay. Although Jay gave him more reasons to, to be fair. I think it should be Sammy and Jay fight and then let's see what goes now. 
I like it. I like it. I think that it's got to be a turn on fucking Sammy and to get a Sammy Roman match. That's the money, surely. Okay. I like but it. I think that's bigger money than what they want to do. That should be the Kofi Bryan. Like, that should be Sammy's title win. So I feel they've got to spin it out a bit because obviously they're not going to do that like a mania because they're going to do the rock match, aren't they? Yeah. But um, Elimination Chamber, which is the month before WrestleMania, fucking sticking more in it, is in Montreal. So that's a potential place to do a babyface. Yeah, but, but that's great. But like Zayn should win. But potentially they're doing KO and Zayn, right? That could be where they win the tag titles or something. I think Zayn's earned more than that. He's more over than Zayn. Yeah, no, fair point. So if, like, if if you want anyone to beat Roman, you've built someone up. It's, it's like Batista Triple H, in, but the babyface version. Well, no, it isn't because they were heels, but yeah, Triple H just thought it was a baby. You know what I mean? As a very as viewer, I think, because like, I can't see The Rock beating Roman. I think that'd be dumb. And I love the fucking Rock. He's the reason I, would, like, I started watching wrestling as a kid. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. I'd rather Roman beat The Rock, but after that, then I'd rather they waited and did the Zane Roman and then Zane went over Roman. And like, after, it's like, who the fuck is going to beat Roman? Like, you're like, you tell me, let's like, just fucking, let's go to the round table now. Who the fuck's going to beat Roman? Like, you watch it. Um, I would argue that the likely people to do it are Jey Uso. Good, great, yeah, great. Someone new, brilliant. Drew. No, I am in. Uh, Don't buy it. Cross, don't buy it. Um, Seth, fine. Um, Cody, yeah, buy it. Lashes, don't buy it. You don't buy lashes, no, because I've, I've from what I've seen, they've done really well last year. I just don't buy him going being the person to beat Roman. That's a lovely fresh matchup as well. I know because that he's already at a level, and I don't buy him being the person to do it. And that's why I don't really buy Rollins to do it. I think that's a cop out. Okay, what about Edge? Don't. Why? <laughs> like, come on, like, what, what? What about Bala? No, so I think you've already done. I'd say, I, I think, like, the, the JSO would be great. What about Owen? So, Owen's, yeah, because I don't think they ever really given, given him that really big fucking push. Okay. What about Cody? You didn't say about Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, Cody, Cody yes. But yeah, Cody makes sense. Okay. Because I'm not like I've never been like, a huge Cody guy, and but like he's fucking very good at professional wrestling. Yeah, um, of the things he's good at, that's probably up there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded terrible, but yeah, but it's like when they I say I I love the street losing because I hate the Undertaker, but I would have much preferred it had been Orton three years earlier on his way up. <laughs> so would you have it as Cody or Jay as your two or or Zayn? As you're free. I, I love the Zane. I just think it, so, it should be someone new to do it. If the Rock, I say I'm the biggest Rock fan, and if he beat, I might be pissed off. Like, I mean, I remember talking to Rev Pro Rob, and he got annoyed that he beat Cena. But I was like, yeah, Rock's been Cena. But like, because I love the Rock and Cena have been Cena. But like, looking back on it, you're like, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe not. I feel a bit like whoever takes it is going to have a difficult job. Because Reigns has done such. Oh, a, so you want a David Moyes? Like, 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 <laughs> like Reigns has done such a great job, hasn't he? Well, every time I've seen Reigns, he's delivered really well. And as I say, I don't watch it every week. I catch it every now and then. And Roman Reigns has been fantastic. And I don't think 
as I get what you say with a Lashley, but I feel like he's already there. I'm not sure that will push him over that level. Yeah, that's fair. Like someone to, who's on that cusp of like who I always thought should have beaten the Undertaker, or who should have beaten Triple H. I mean, like, like they did with Batista with Triple H, but people should like I feel like you know beating Undertaker like Punk, Wyatt, Orton, yeah. all I those people like- I wanted to beat the Undertaker to get that rub. I don't know if like. I feel like if they do it with Drew, the UK fans would be well annoyed that they didn't put the belt on him. Yeah, and no, I think he's, no, yeah. they they missed that boat, and and I think Drew's already at the level. Yeah, bit of a shame. Say, they, if they, they weren't going to do it in Cardiff, if they'd done Cardiff next year, like it would have been great, and I think that would have been a great moment. But yeah. know, you, you could get over like a Matt Riddle or a Chad Gable. I know I'm fucking dreaming for Chad Gable. <laughs> he's got a catchphrase now. He's on the up. He's fucking amazing. I, I I watch his stuff quite a lot. He's great, isn't he? He's he's the one I check out. So let's get a definitive answer from JCH. Who takes the title off Reigns? I think Cody. I think that's a good answer. And my my can I put a secondary answer as my like uh, backup answer? Who's completely against all the answers I've just said? Is CM Punk. <laughs> but. There's an outside chance, but I think he's done. But yeah, I think Cody. Talking of CM Punk. Hey, Sal. Hey, Sal. <laughs> yes, Sal. Dressed as CM Punk. Front row with your Usi sign. We saw you. So did uh, Fox. Fox tweeted his sign. Looking at Sammy Zay retweeted his sign. What a guy. What a guy. Friend of the group. Yeah, lovely fellow as well. Lovely fellow, Sal. So we've booked uh, WrestleMania and we... <laughs> Plugged a ping pong slam or whatever was on that poster. Uh, tag team turmoil. Tag team turmoil. Correct. Correct. <laughs> uh, love it. So we move on to the round table. Just quickly going through questions. To wrestling should be fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What's the strangest dream you've had about a wrestler? I'm going to read out a few. And whilst I'm doing that, you can, <laughs> have, a little, you can have a little think about yours and I'll give a few of mine. So, Clint, who we talked about. I'm just happy I haven't had a dream about Regal, Excalibur, and some dessert. Excellent tweet from Clint. Very good, Clint. Very good. And we agree. I'm, I'm disappointed I haven't had that, do I? <laughs> Man with the mask. Great to see you. You're looking scrumptious on your profile tonight. Scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's class. <laughs> Next up, Dave the Mark said, The Undertaker was a Terminator and was trying to kill me. In Sainsbury's. <laughs> Unbelievable. James? Sorry, I went for a wee, so I'm eating myself. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to um, redo that so that we've got a bit of laughter after the original. <laughs> yeah, g- g- give me give me two minutes. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Wankers. Fucking embarrassed. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. <laughs> Definitely leave this in. <laughs> what? I've been holding on for a while. So. 
what Phil needs to uh, splice in here is that audio of um, MJF talking to Renee saying, I'm going to gargle your piss. <laughs> you what? <laughs> what a maneuver! How good was that promo? Look at He was good, wasn't he? He's so good. That was good. And the Regal one was even better, wasn't it? Hey, the Regal one was brilliant. Yeah. I say, because I missed the Regal one. Because I think oh, I was out, but I watched it back and was like, eh, yeah, he's not mad. He's not mad this time. Yeah, not mad at all. Okay, I'm back, wrestling. Okay, cool. So, tweets <laughs> from Wrestling Chevy Fun Fan <laughs> <laughs> based around strange dreams that involve wrestling. And we go to Dave the Mark, who says, The Undertaker was a Terminator and was trying to kill me. In Sainsbury's. <laughs> Is the Undertaker a Sainsbury's shopper? I asked him that. I asked him that. I, I said that he's more of a Morrison's man for me. I don't I think he's a bit of a sham, so I think he's probably more of like a waitress guy. Oh, he's a sham, is he? <laughs> actually, um not, not, not Dave, the, the Undertaker. Not I actually wouldn't it be um Costco because he can buy a gun there. <laughs> 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 Then we've got CV Dom, who says, actual wrestling one, that Moose was in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic, yeah. Fantastic dream. <laughs> Maybe it'll come true one day, Dom. Adam, who is Dr. S. Snakes. You ever watch that old Grindhouse movie, Anthropagus? Well, anyways, I had a dream where me, AJ Styles and Molly Holly were trapped on an island with a cannibal. I'm in for it. I'd like to, I'd like to see the conclusions of that, Adam. If you can uh, DM me uh, at the James Harris, get on. At FUD Gins says, haven't had many, but I had one with the Nightmare Express. Sorry, oh, sorry, he has that many. He's had more than one. Well, wrestling dreams. Yeah, yeah, more than one wrestling dream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they say that they haven't had many, but I had one where the Nightmare Express bus was parked outside a library and Cody was giving away free figures. The packaging all said Cody Rhodes. But the figure inside, dun, 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 was Roman Reigns. No, no. What I'm seeing is outside the library is the Andy Townsend booktastic tactics truck. <laughs> but Cody Rhodes is there giving tactics-based chats on the wrestling. He's like, well, what he should have done is gone down my left wing. But <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, Clive. If, if, if you're any of the three people in the world who watch the championship around when BBC lost the rights to match the day for two years, you'll get that joke. If you didn't, Matt Connolly, that one's for you. <laughs> then we've got DF Williams, who says, one involved big show, almost King Kong-like, choke slamming Tim McMahon ridiculously high. Let's put the years on this one. 2004 he had that year. I think that happened, didn't it? <laughs> and then in 2021, <laughs> I had one that involved a female wrestler paying tribute to Jeff Hardy, <laughs> only to get attacked from behind by another girl. <laughs> that was 2021, that one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone, sorry. <laughs> Which one did you prefer, the 2004 or the 2021? I, I had only had the start of a 2021. I was like, I've gone. The 2004 was just a match, wasn't it? Like... <laughs> just a match, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this guy hates me. T. T. Carter 7 said, Stephanie McMahon and I on a date and doing something <laughs> else, wink. 
fucking hell? What are we talking about now? <laughs> well, you know. So, was it Stephanie McMahon and me were on a date? We did something else. Wink. Was that the actual book? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he's left plenty to the imagination there, hasn't he? Loads. <laughs> I had a really good game of Tiddlywinks. That's what I had. <laughs> Kaylee Thompson. Well, well, she does like Olympic the game. decathlete and decathlon. She likes the game. Come on. <laughs> Very well good. Very good, Ross. <laughs> Um, next up we've got frantic monkey so we're just done with phrasing right that's not a thing anymore he says i don't think it's strange but i'm old enough to remember the debut of undertaker i totally had nightmares for days after that that's fair yeah fair play frantic strange (laughs) much better than the fucking smuts we have a last couple of people (laughs) i appreciate you frantic strange um Then we've got Tony Keo Savage, who just said, me and Nixon Neal got married. I mean, <laughs> are these actual dreams or people's dreams? Like, fucking <laughs> old Tony. Well, it's a wrestling wedding, so I'm sure it was eventful. Um, it's almost Billy and Chuck, were <laughs> Then next we've got O-Dog Wit De Pump. Says, I hooked up with Michelle McCool in the middle of the science class. I'm out, I'm out, mate. I'm out. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> Don't know how or why it happened. <laughs> next, up, next up, we've got Wrestling With Your Thoughts, who's got a brilliant one here. I was chased by Scott Steiner and his tiger, and he kept suplexing me. <laughs> right, this is what we want. That's funny. Yes, thank you. What's his name? Wrestling Suplex Tiger. Wrestling with your thoughts. Wrestling with your thoughts. Thank you very much for bringing hope back to myself. I mean, yeah, that's a realistic dream that's funny and I enjoy it. I'm not sure where to go with it, but come on, Matt. Okay. (laughs) Next up, we've got the Sandman 091. I've heard of him. (laughs) He says, I'll never forget it. I was like 17 or something. And had this dream of me, Undertaker, Jeff Hardy, and The Rock driving monster trucks on a life-size. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. I mean, who won? I think probably Jeff Hardy because he's a bit fearless. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker's protecting himself because he's. I feel like Taker's driving the Rock, a hearse. He's body. I mean, um... Taker's driving a hearse, so that puts him. <laughs> <laughs> Slow wheels. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> um, then we've got, let's have a look. We've got two more uh, because the rest are just disgusting. <laughs> um, oh, Sean... the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Bateman, Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez versus me in a handicap match that ended up... <laughs> oh, God, I didn't read this. Stop one. it! <laughs> I didn't read it properly. Okay. <laughs> Ross. I've started so I'll finish. Magnus Van Rosmussen. In a handicap match that ended up in an adult film scene. Oh, gal. Just gal. <laughs> that ended up with me calling them Mammy. No, no. Gal. I hope you had fun with your dirty limerick because I'm here to tell you this show is cancelled. No, we're not finishing this. We're not giving him the time of day. Gal. We've got one more. We've got we've got one more. Can we pre-screen oh, this one, please? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's okay. This one's okay and genuinely terrifying. Um, as it's Halloween yesterday for us. 
I used to have a recurring nightmare of Abdullah the Butcher chasing me around the neighbourhood I grew up in. No, no, I like that. Yeah. It's a good fucking Halloween. Oh, dear. I mean, I don't want to, like, alienate or I say our fans, your fans. Um, um, oh, come the, on, man. Like. So that was the round table. But before we finish, I will just tell you quickly mine. Mine. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> mine, I don't actually know about, but I'm a big sleep talker. And Hannah will always let me know what I'm talking about. Apparently, 80% of the time that I sleep talk, it's about Vince McMahon. I'm always mentioning Vince McMahon in my dreams. What are you saying? What are you saying about him, bro? <laughs> I haven't heard too much, but one that I did apparently say was that I had to um, apologise to Vince McMahon because I had to leave the room. And this is where I literally slept walked. And you, and you got him a burrito. <laughs> 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 and then when Hannah said, where are you going? Even though I was still, still asleep, I said back, I'm going to meet my legion of fans. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently I had, I then picked up um, <laughs> my nail clippers and I put them into the point where you can like do the like snap. And I was just kind of snapping them. In my ah, so you got good nail clippers, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I used to have shit ones, but now I've yeah, like, upgraded. Like you've got to have good nail clippers, haven't you? Got to. Got to our age. Nail scissors are shit. Nail clippers, yes. yes yeah. Yes. When you get to our age, and yeah, so I was just in, <laughs> so I was just in my pants with the door open into the hallway of my flat, clipping these uh, clippers and talking to this <laughs> one. Well, well, sounds like a good dream to me. Did you tell him, oi? Stop booking people like a prick, you cunt. <laughs> yeah. Push Gable. <laughs> Push Gable? Susie, has Gable got a T-shirt yet? Can you beat my one, James? Well, as a wrestling dream? Yeah. I had a dream that Tate Mayfair's... <laughs> no. no. I can't. I can't, but no, not. But, um, my dream is that Tate Mayfair's and Ricky Knight Jr. go and tear it up. Michael Oku wins the fucking best of Super Juniors next year. And Sunshine Machine are the best tag team in the world. And CM Punk wrestles again. So four of those things have a chance. Do you count CM Punk wrestling on that Stephen, what's it called, show? Stephen, what's his name? It's Stephen Amell. Yeah. Heels. I want to watch Heels. Like, I can't, it's not on my name. I've got literally every fucking thing, every subscription. I haven't got that stars. No, like... Mate, we'll do. I say, like, we, like, I want more people on here that I can argue with about how his last year was the best run in one year running history. Okay. We're struggling to get people on the podcast at the moment, but I, know, I know. But, but I would say that that's a rallying call. But I want, I want, yeah, fucking hell, Brummit, come on. I know you at me. Come at me, bro. Where is it? I'm trying to think, is there anyone that might argue it more? Because we need like an anti-punk man to come on. Really. No, 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 I say that. Like, no, no, like Brummett's got anti-stance. Like we've had little chats about it. Yeah, about his personality. But I think he'd agree with you in that. No, no, I don't think Brummett thinks he's the best. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted him on it. Oh, right. Because that's he's what I, call, about... I say. That's why I wanted him on it for it. Yeah, because he's going to talk about all Japan, isn't he? No, no he, he can go. He wants, so... And I'm sure he'll be right. Yeah, let's get like, Brummett on. Like let's he's get right about... Darren Milan, who bats at three and we have to drop him down to eight to win a match today. You know what I mean? Cricket. We your secret stuff. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's pencil that in. Let's definitely pencil that in. Well, I say, I'm not saying I'm definitely right, but I fucking loved it as a one-year run. And that's what I'll say. And, and that's a tease for a future episode. Oof. And you'll enjoy it. 
so much teasing going on in this episode. <laughs> Wait, I've had a fucking blast talking to you, mate. I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've talked a lot of bollocks, but talking about um, talking talking bollocks. Have we got Booger Bingo? <laughs> We've got Booger Bingo. Up. Yes, we have. <laughs> I want to roll as well. B I N G O and Bingo was his name. Oh. I'm going to spin the wheel. And this is Booker Bingo. Okay. Take me bears versus white Oh, okay. It is intergender, as always. Have I heard of both the people? Yes. So always a bonus. We've got DX Tory. Yeah, quality. But we can also take her pre-DX days. Is Tory Tory, yeah. Or a glow days. Versus... Nexus's own David Otunga. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. Can't, like, there's no one else to even wait to think of something for. So I've got I've got to go first on Tory versus David Otunga. Um, yeah, Phil, throw the tumbleweed get thing out. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Um, do you want me to have a quick go? I'm going to go real quick. I'm not going deep on this. Can maybe. <laughs> Um, okay, so X-Pac... Was X-Pac dating Tory? Was Kane dating Tory? They, they like... Because well, <laughs> it was Kane and Tory, and then they had a match in a cage, and the winner got Tory, and X-Pac won. Then it was meant like Tory wasn't into it, but then she came back and turned heel on Kane. Okay. okay. I, it, makes, it doesn't make me feel good talking about it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to say that... Um, that storyline happens in 99 or whatever it was. And I'm going to say that for the purpose of this, Kane is the one that steals X-Pac's girl. And X-Pac gets a lawyer involved trying to get <laughs> matrimony. <laughs> They're married, mate. They're married in my storyline. <laughs> he gets a lawyer in and he absolutely does Tory over. And Tory's cleaned out for money now. And Kane hasn't got any money because he's a monster. Oh, questions. He hasn't got a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tory's penniless. Sorry, I see where you're going. I apologise. I apologise. She needs to um, do what she can to get some money. So she um, is kind of blackmailed into leaving Kane. And then you get the Kane versus X-Pac side of things. And she's playing along because she has to. And eventually... Kane says, let's do a money in the bank match, similar to the TIT match that Hardys versus Edge and Christian had with pure Classic money. Match. Pure money in a bag. And it's X-Pac versus Kane in that match. And Tory turns on X-Pac and they take the money and, and they live happily ever after. And Otunga goes away and marries a singer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better than what I've got. What have you got? I mean, I was going to tap out. <laughs> you can't. That's uh, not the rule. Tory versus David Tonga. So. Yeah, no, no, I've got nothing. I'm sorry, Russ. <laughs> you can do it. I mean, you can do it. Book them in glow. So, Tory. <laughs> no, I literally, no, I have nothing. I have nothing. 
you've you've done me completely. You had something, and that was better than mine. <laughs> but when you went with David and a lawyer, and that's the best I could come up with. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to gracefully step aside and give away my 17 week winning streak of Bukowingo. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you the opportunity to beat me with a different match. Do you want that opportunity? No, no, I'll, I'll play by the rules, mate. Okay. I mean, well, what have you got? What have you got for me? What's, what's the second match? And I'll have a look. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, uh, Dragon Gate Hero Seema versus the Boogeyman. Get out. You won. You won. Worms. The end. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you got this one, mate. You got this one. I'll come back to fight another day. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's episode 72. Thoughts on that episode, James? I, I had a great time. I'm not sure how it's going to come across at all. <laughs> but I had a lovely time recording it. and <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to listening to it back. I'm the only one. Me, you and Mike Knight. We'll have a great time. We'll have a great time. I mean, Mike will give me some critiques on this one. But... <laughs> I think um, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that um, Dom's job of um, being in charge is probably... <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I say. Like, we, we record at 10 after I've had two bottles of wine. Yeah. So let's end on a little plug. At Wrestling Should Be Fun on Instagram, at WSBFUN on Twitter. And look out for the beer pong tournament and fucking come yeah. and join it. 27th of November, Belushi's Camden. Come be me. Come be me. Someone come be me. It's a happy ending. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a big old goddamn fairy tale. Fairy tale? Uh, phrasing? End scene. <laughs> See ya, pals. <laughs> oh, yeah, drink lots of water and look after your mates. <laughs> Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. <laughs>